Yo, what up, everybody? It's Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee Uncensored. I'm Jason Lee. What up, y'all? It's DJ Damage. Check it in. And it's your girl, Blue. I'm back. They haven't scared me away yet. All right, so listen, it's been a busy week over here, uh, you know, at the Hollywood Unlocked house. Uh, that's what I'm calling my home at this point because all I do is work at home. I've been um, losing weight and smoking hookah. You know, I keep getting shamed for smoking hookah because of COVID. And everybody is mad at me and saying that I'm not taking COVID uh, serious anymore. But I mean, like, I'm taking it serious, but mm -hmm. how long do, does a person have to live in shackles and chains confined to their house and unable to go out and actually enjoy their life? Is that the excuse for hookah, Jason? Because first you was at a party without a mask. Now we smoking hookah with the homies. Like, I don't know, man. Like, you scaring me over there. I don't no. think you need to be smoking hookah. Hookah is worse is than cigarettes, Jason. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying that over and over again. Like, it's cigarettes, hookah, and then crack. So, like, I just feel like... Maybe put away the hookah. Not, crack is not right below hookah. And bottom line is people are out here having unprotected sex and leaving their kids at their babysitter's house and never coming back. So there's other epidemics going on. I don't think hookah is the end of the world. Because, you know, that's how we met. This is how this show got started. We used to go get hookah together. So I'm trying to look out for you. But as long as you said you put a little social distance with the hookah, I'm on your side, man. Go for it. Well, uh, the social I distancing, evidence, Jason. The social distancing was I just wasn't talking to one of my friends there. So I was socially distant from him. <laughs> but no, I was, you know what I mean? No. But 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 again, I've created no. my bubble. I've created my bubble, right? Like you can create your bubble. Everybody around me is being safe for the most part that, that I know. I don't know my friends to be out there doing a lot of trickery. So I mean, I feel I feel safe and I wake up every day and I check my lungs, I check my heart, like I said, and I feel great. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this, Jason. I think doing hookah during COVID is like an orgy. Like you're just passing around stuff. I'm not a fan, but as long as you think you're healthy. Yeah, I'm good. Good. Now, wait, Blue, because you said it's like an orgy, but now they got the hookah yeah. with the hoses that's disposable. That's like the condom, baby. So, you know what I'm saying? So, there is a way to be safe during this no. orgy. We I don't think Jason's a using a condom. Use condom. Jason is not using a condom. Let's be real, guys. The hookah, not first about, of all. We're talking, we're talking about hookah. We ain't talking about condoms. There ain't nobody on the show in the bedroom with me, so we, we ain't even going there. When it comes to the hookah, they are using disposable tips. They, they're not reusing the hookah uh, pipe. So, I mean, listen, if I ask everybody, you know, I know you two aren't sitting in your house all day, every day. There's no way. There's no way. And if people are delivering Postmates, Blue, you're sitting in your house all day. No, I'm not. I lied. You bad. just went to a whole ass premiere <laughs> last week. What are you talking about? Then there was this COVID was Ooh. there. Jason, have you been watching my stories? It don't matter. That's what I'm saying. Y'all <laughs> oh y'all quick to try to judge, but y'all violating the same rules too. You went to a whole premiere. Who has a premiere in the middle of a pandemic? Oh, you got dressed up for COVID. <laughs> Look, I'm on your side, Jason. Uh... I'm on your side. <laughs> I just want you to be safe. But at the end of the day, if you would have called me up like, yo, we going to get hookah over here, you know I'd have been there. But I just want you no. to be safe, bro. All right. Well, either way, I had my hookah and I enjoyed it. And I don't care what nobody said. And I want to know for people what they're doing to stay safe because uh, my co-hosts are not staying in the house. And they, they were, Blue was trying to give me good advice. She was trying to hold me accountable. But she's in the streets at movie premiere. So, mm. Which I'm hiding Jason from my stories. Um, I'm hiding Jason from my, my stories. I didn't realize he was watching them, so that's awkward. I went to see the finale. It wasn't a premiere. It was a finale of Lovecraft Country. It was amazing, and I was socially distant. There was only one other person in the drive-in theater car with me, so it was me and one other person. 
Just one and human. And the Jason. windows were rolled up the entire time. Jason, let's move on to the next topic. Because COVID <laughs> so wait, wait, is wait. an airborne. Because COVID is an airborne thing. And if the windows were rolled up, was the AC on, sucking in the COVID carbons and delivering them to you and your partner? Well, let's talk about it. Let's not, guys. Did you stay in one car this whole ride? Was this a one-ride car? I have clearly shared too much of my business with Jason and Damage off the show. I plead the fifth on all counts. I'm wearing my James Excuse me, excuse me. I, I know you're. I know you're new to the show. This is uncensored. We don't plead the fifth here. We don't let our guests do it, and we don't do it. You was out there dating who, uh, COVID, and you need to own it. Now that's the Lovecraft <laughs> country that I want to talk about. <laughs> wow. Well, I just got dragged. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, that wasn't a drag. That Touché. was just a prick. That was a prick. Dragging, dragging is much more brutal, but we don't drag each other here. We're a love fest, remember? Lovecraft country. Got it. Am I the only one who watches it like on the show? Everybody on my Facebook is watching it. They keep telling me I need to watch it. I just can't, I just don't have the time to commit to another show. I'm glad that Journey Smollett is back to being the Smollett that we know since her brother fucked his whole career up. But I, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. I do love the fact oh that God. black people are happy about another show full of black people, but like I just ain't got time. But hey, Journey, congratulations. Eve's by you. <laughs> Jason, because yes. I'm curious. So when you do have this downtime, what kind of shows are you watching? Right. Law and Order, Law and Order, Golden Girls, okay. The News, Good Morning America, Wendy Williams, The View. That's it. That's all I watch. I don't watch anything. That's a lot, maybe, of, that's a lot maybe, of news. That's a yeah, lot but, of news, Jason. Uh, I own a media company. So it's good to know what's happening in the world and make sure that we're aligned. You know, when I log into Good Morning America and I see that we've already reported everything they're talking about, I actually feel good. So, yeah, I mean, I try to stay on top of what everybody else is doing, you know? So when Jason's not working... He's working. Yeah, He's working, I, yeah. I, I will say I haven't watched Netflix in a long time. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I haven't watched Netflix. Oh, I did watch the entire, I know I'm late. I did watch the entire Michael Jordan uh, documentary. Like I watched every oh, episode. So and then so I had a then I had a conversation with Serge Ibaka about it. And he was basically saying the same thing that Floyd had told me when he gave me game about starting Hollywood Unlocked is, if you want to be successful, you have to be obsessed with what you're doing. You have to be consumed with it all the time. And I, even when I wanted to do what I'm doing now, I, I thought I was doing it. But like when I got obsessed with it, when I was consumed with it every day, that's when things started taking off. So I, that was the perspective that Serge shared that he got. And that was something that I'm sure a lot of people got when they watched it. Serge? Yeah, listen, did I'm you say Serge? Did you say Serge Yeah. We're going to be hanging Who out is in a champion in a week. Yeah, well, he's not the champion. He's a champion, but he ain't the champion he's right now champ. because that came back to LeBron James. Congratulations to the LA Lakers. Damage, what did you do this weekend? Uh, I didn't do much, man, but I think your story about uh, finally watching The Last Dance about Michael Jordan, for, the fact that I know you don't watch sports and you can watch that whole documentary and get something from it that inspires you, that just shows you how incredible of an athlete Michael Jordan was, where you can take his dedication to a sport. And apply it to anything in your life. And I'm glad you finally watched that because I wanted to have this talk. But salute to you for watching that, man. That was a great documentary. But I ain't yeah, do much I mean, this weekend, amazing. man. Yeah, I think for any of us or anybody out there who is an entrepreneur, you should be studying. I mean, I also watched Warren Buffett's documentary, which is amazing. Um, I just watched Paris Hilton's documentary this weekend on YouTube. That hey, documentary was, was that surprising. That was surprisingly engaging, too, because she basically has been lying the whole time. She that voice she uses, how dumb she acts, it's all been an act. 
And so she she took the veil down and let everybody see her for who she is. And uh, she lets you go behind the scenes to see some of her relationships, how they failed, uh, you know, how she came up, how her parents put her in like a fucked up school for for girls and how she was abused and heavily medicated and took and, 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 and treated wow. really poorly. And she talks about what her what's driven her uh, her whole career. I thought she, I think Paris Hilton is brilliant. And so I've been watching documentaries, not necessarily of, you know, athletics that I don't follow or people that I may not follow personally. But, you know, you try to look at successful people and kind of pull from what they've done and see where you're applying what they do or where you can apply it. I don't know. I've just been trying to, you know, continue to find inspiration. So I got an inspiration for Paris Hilton and Michael Jordan. Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton and Michael Jordan. I never thought I would hear those two names in the same sentence with brilliant, but I'm here for it. All right. Well, listen, you already know I'm about to get into it. It's the bite. Earlier this week, Tory Lanez finally came out and spoke out against Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, and he's saying finally his side of what happened in the alleged shooting that took place between the two. Now, we're not saying that the shooting never happened because a shooting did happen and Megan did get injured. But Tory Lanez yep. is finally addressing the Meg the Stallion shooting, and I'm here for it because I've been saying he was getting tried in a public court, in a court of public opinion, and now finally we're hearing from him. But after being ordered to keep his distance from Megan the Stallion and surrender all his guns that he owned, Tory Lanez took to Instagram live recently to further address the shooting. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this, but he claims that the charges against him are false, and he maintains his innocence through it all. And so the rapper, he's been charged with uh, assaulting Meg, and this is what he said. You get out of the car because the heated argument is so heated. And then this person gets out and shoots you in both of your feet. And you jump back in the car? Why, why would you jump back in the car with a dangerous man who just did a dangerous crime to you, who did this criminal intent to you, and all this, all this, wh why? Why, are you, why would you jump back in the car? Well, yo, then the police pull us over, and I see, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, we're, we're all black in the car, there's a gun in the car, so, I don't even want to, I don't even want to be like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody to get in more trouble. And I'm trying to protect this man. I'm trying to protect this man because at the end of the day, it's niggas getting shot out here. She then throws the black card at me. I'm trying to protect this black man. My love, nobody ever reported that you got shot but you. So why are you, how were you trying to protect me? At what point were you trying to protect me? At what point? Like, you know I got a child. You know that these type of situations, even an accusation, is something that... I can't even be playing with it. I don't even play with my life like that. So why would that, like, I, that to me just doesn't make sense. Okay, cool. Yo, I lied to the cops. I lied to the doctors. Let me tell you why they saying there's glass in my feet, though. Because I lied to the cops. I lied to the doctors. I lied to this, that, and the third. Ladies and gentlemen, I need us to really understand what she's saying here. You mean to tell me that these medical doctors that are in a ambulance that work on on-site injuries 24-7 for, for all day, that have to know every type of on-site injury, the specifications on the type of on-site injuries, so they, can, so they can treat it right. You mean to tell me you lied to these people and they just treated you for glass when you had a bullet in you? Well, listen, I'm just glad that Tory finally spoke out because everybody's been talking about protect the black woman and forgot about protect the black man. Now, I'm not saying blue or damaged that Tory is innocent because I don't know, I wasn't in the car, none of us were in the car. We've only heard from Meg. We've only heard from the fans. She's no longer following her friend who was in the car. She no longer has EJ in her camp. Who knows about what happened? She got kicked out of Kylie's house for allegedly being too drunk and fighting with Tori. Maybe she beat him up and he had to defend himself. Maybe he dropped the gun when she punched him and it went off and shot her. 
I don't know what happened. Yeah. I'm just saying Tori's finally mm-hmm. speaking out and he's saying, hey, it didn't go down the way that she's saying it did. He lying. I'm sorry. I think he's lying. He was way too uh, wishy-washy with his explanation. He didn't actually say much. All he said is she's not telling the truth, but his story has all these holes in it. And she actually responded and said that he was crazy. And I'm going to be honest, I feel like he's being way too vague. His ego is so big to make up for how small he is. If something really happened where he could have pointed a finger at her, he would have done it with a lot more definition. The fact that he's being so vague, the fact that he's answering questions with more questions, that's typical fuckboy behavior. I think he's lying. Anytime you're trying to rely on the facts, she didn't even see me. Her back was to me. Anytime you start throwing that into a story of somebody getting shot, bro, it was only three people in that car. How the hell did she get shot, bro? Like, let's this is this is cut the bullshit. How did she get shot? Did you shoot somewhere else and it ricocheted and hit her? Say that. But you're telling us <laughs> everything around the story, but how there were gun wounds, whatever you want to call it. You say it didn't go through both feet. Okay. Maybe it went through one foot. How did a bullet even graze her foot? Why did a bullet be in her vicinity at all? He's not answering those questions. And look, I wish I could sit here and support Tory Lanez. I watched it with an open heart. I wanted to be objective. He's telling me everything around the world, but actually what happened that night. He's telling me about his life. He's telling me about what happened with his baby mom. I get it, bro. It's messed up. How did Megan get shot? You were there. If you're not going to now, tell now, us, don't go okay. on live. Okay, but if Beyonce was in the car. Now, let me just give you a different scenario. Whoa, whoa. Beyonce, Hold Beyonce. on. Beyonce's, Beyonce's in the car. They're riding down the street listening to Black Parade. All of a sudden, the gun goes off, and we don't know what happened, and Meg says Beyonce shot her. None of us would believe that. None of us would believe it. But because people hate Tori, they believe he did it exactly how no. she said it. And I just feel I, I like you, Jason, I, I, I just feel I like it's so easy. It's so easy to shit on Tori. And I'm not even like a fan of Tori like that. I and and you know, I'm not a fan of Megs anymore either, but I'm I'm not a fan of the whole situation. And you know, damage I've been saying for weeks, I'm tired of talking about it. But mm-hmm. why are we so quick to say that Tori's automatically guilty? Because Meg says so. who else did it, Jason? Who else did it? Her, no. her bodyguard didn't do it. One of the things they always do is have character witnesses. Your character is legally considered a pertinent part of the, of the evidence, right? His character is reckless. So to me, his personality and how he was leading up to this is the reason why I don't believe him. He has a reckless personality. He has a fragile ego. He's shown this over time and time again. She clearly rejected him. It's very clear by that. And he waited weeks to get his story together and still didn't have a story to present to us. I think rejected him, rejected him, rejected him. Remember, they were on Instagram Live, club quarantine, and everything twerking and all liquored up, booed up at the pool. He been hit that. That's not the that that's not that's not the issue. I think the issue that I have though, this the issue that I have. Right, I don't know that Tory Lanez decided to just shoot Megan the Stallion in her feet. Now, the problem with what you just said that I have is that as a black man who's had an indiscretion and throwing a drink on a woman five years ago on TV is still held accountable as that same person. We all evolve as people. Maybe Tory has evolved. Maybe he's not as reckless as people think. Maybe the old Tory that we've seen in the press wasn't in the car that night. Maybe he was with a whole bunch of alcohol because they had been partying. I mean, I just think there's more factors taking play. I'm not sold nah. yet. Jason, sold. maybe, maybe all that's true. Then tell us what happened. That's all we wanted exactly. to hear. Look, if the shooting happened and Meg goes, this guy shot. First of all, she didn't say anybody shot at first. But then she goes, you know what? He shot me. 
All you had to do, Tori, is go, no, I didn't. This is what happened. You know what you did? You went ghost. You put out a whole album. I listened to it front to back to just possibly hear if you had a side of the story. You didn't tell us there. Then you go on live. You still don't tell us your side of the story. So either wait for court or just be quiet because I can't even blindly, I can't even hear what you're saying, Jason, about supporting him in any way because he had so many opportunities to say what happened, but he's not telling us what happened. So I have to believe that, bro, you did it because just tell the truth. It would happen if you didn't do it. But, wh- but well, how did she get shot? Involved, listen, when you're, I've been involved in shootings in the past. When you're involved, in, oh, that doesn't oh. mean I shot. Doesn't mean I shot somebody. Maybe I'm with somebody who shot somebody. Maybe I was around a situation where somebody got shot. Once that happens, you're absolutely told not to talk about it. Now, this girl went out and tried to get the public around her in defense and supporting them attacking Tory Lanez. This was after she said she didn't know what happened or she said he didn't shoot her or she was trying to protect another black man. Like to me, it just I mean, I don't know. I I want to I I want Megan to find the justice that she deserves for being a gunshot victim coming from another gunshot victim. But at this point, I'm tired of it being trivialized in the media and it being just another like whipping stick to try to get your ex-boyfriend or to get some nigga you don't to get some man that you don't like anymore. I, I just feel like it's, I, I don't know, I just feel like she's really trying to sabotage his life and his career right now. And he has a kid too. Like, keep it private. Go to court. Deal with it with the judge. We don't care. My thing is, just tell us what happened. If we're all in the car, me, Blue, Jason Lee. Blue gets out the car and gets shot. Blue says, damage did it. I'm going to go, no, right. I didn't. This is what happened because I was there. I'm not going to go silent. Then I'm going to go say a bunch of indirect stuff that doesn't address anything. Why right now? Why right now tell us this long story and still not give us any And then also, too, can we do a quick quick fact check? Megan Thee Stallion didn't actually try to taint Tori's character. She actually was being silent and only spoke up when her character was actually being assaulted. So that was actually backwards. She was defending herself. She wasn't wasn't the one who started it. She was actually quiet and defending him. And then she got tired of being silent and and not saying anything. And she had to defend herself. I think we need to be really, really careful where we get mad at black women for defending themselves for being attacked. I literally watched social media attack her for days and days and days before she said her side of the story. So that's actually not true. She was defending herself and she's allowed to do that the same way he's allowed to do that. Absolutely. And let's be very clear because I don't want to, you know, I, I, I think when we say protecting black women as if that's not an issue, that's a real issue. But what right. I have an issue with is that, you know, we're taking protecting Megan the Stallion, the black woman against this black man. I think if you think no. about it, I think just to be clear, because I understand what you're saying, but I want to be very clear for the audience, right? You know, when she tried to liken herself to Breonna Taylor, she lost me. Like, I I didn't get that. And I'm not victim blaming because I'm not saying it's her fault. Uh, It's not her fault. It's not anybody's fault when they're shot. I mean, if they're a victim of gun violence, right? It's not like she was shooting at somebody and they were defending themselves. I don't know what happened is my point. My point is nobody knows what happened. And what we're trying to do is take the past character of an individual, weigh that against a female who's a black woman never protected. Oh, Breonna Taylor, too. And put that all lumped up into one thing and, do, and paint a picture. I feel like as somebody who was a gunshot, let it play out in court. Let them find the facts and let them render a verdict. And then let us all celebrate the demise of Tory Lanez or the celebration of making the sign. But for right now, for me, it's too soon. I just have one last thing to say and I'll shut up. 
protect black women doesn't just mean dead black women. It means the ones that are still alive. Meg Thee Stallion and Breonna Taylor are both black women. They both deserve to be protected. That's my final note on that. Absolutely. But Breonna Taylor sleep in her house, public service uh, uh, person, sleep in her house, raided inappropriately by the police, shot in her own home while Neither she's defending herself. It's different. It's different. Hold on. It's different no. then. Let me tell you something. There was a female who got drunk and killed my brother. And if she would have got shot and killed outside that bowling alley that night, she would have deserved it. And they could have said, protect that bitch all they want. And guess what? I'd have been right there dancing on her dead body. Because let me be very clear. You don't get to act any type of way without reproach. You don't get to go out and be any type of way you want and then stand behind the veil to protect anything. Because when you put yourself in a situation where you create, and I'm not saying this is Megan, I'm speaking specifically to the issue because yeah. I feel like I feel like in social media and in the culture, we put up these veils that we're all supposed to hide behind. And I just kind of feel like that, that doesn't apply to every scenario. Because the scenario I just gave you that night, when that woman killed my brother, then went outside and tried to shoot another woman, she should have died that night. But she didn't. And if she would have died, I would have waited for somebody to create a, a protect a whatever woman that rally because I'd have been there too. But it would have been a whole different situation. So I just think it's different things for you know different scenarios. But I I, I definitely don't think I personally and I'm, that's not to say that I don't you know you guys lay sit where you want with it. I don't put Meg the Stan and Breonna Taylor in the same conversation. I don't. But I could be wrong. She was sitting in a car five minutes from her house and got shot by a man. She didn't deserve to get shot. So for me, whenever a black woman is shot and not supposed to get shot, I'm going to say protect her. Period. Your scenario is very, very different. But Brianna and Megan are two black women who were shot at and then had their characters assassinated. And Megan was fortunate enough to be alive to defend herself. I'm never, ever, ever going to feel bad for a black woman defending herself. Okay. So I had two black homegirls back home. Naya. And Beast. We called her Beast because she was whooping Whoa. people's asses. Wait, wait. Those two her girls were sisters. No, I want to ask I want to ask your opinion. They right. both beat up a guy. They were bigger than him, stronger mm -hmm. than him, and they were beating him down. He right. shot one of them to protect himself, to defend himself. Now, I love Naya, yep. and I love her sister, and that was my homeboy. Who That was a protect black women's situation too? No, no, it wasn't. Here's the thing. You guys need to be really, really careful about these broad strokes. Protect black women does not mean that black women no, I'm, are I'm, not I'm, held I don't accountable. need to be careful. I don't need to be careful of nothing. I'm asking you to help define it because don't lump me in with right. what the people are saying online. I, I'm right. my own person. I speak for Jason Lee. Jason Lee is asking a specific scenario because I think what right. happens is when you get into conversations about specific scenarios, people throw up certain veils that then shun everybody away from weighing in on something. And I just feel like, wait, protecting black women, yes. But what about your baby daddies who are leaving you with your kids by yourself or beating you or fucking your sister? Protecting black women is beyond just not shooting them. A, a shooting situation has to be broken down a little bit deeper than if they got shot, they'll protect black women. The man even admitted it was an accident. He admitted it. Okay, he said, but, I'm sorry, but, it was but an accident. Here, but, here's, but here's the thing, and this is why I feel like sometimes our conversations, they, they end up as like, it looks like a, it looks like an Instagram post com comment section, right? Like, <laughs> we, we don't know what the fuck know. happened, okay? Right. Now, if, if they got in, like, I feel like we're sitting here as, like, executive producers of Law & Order trying to, like, right out you know what happened <laughs> he, he got out the car dunk, dunk, and as dunk, he was dunk. walking away he she shot he shot at her and then she fell on the ground like ah look of course 
if the girl made it out the car alive she after did. she whipped his ass, you see, I don't know that she got shot outside. I don't know where she got shot. Did she get shot outside? She no, got she got outside? shot in the car. But no, well, here's the thing. She got shot, right? Y'all don't even know. Y'all no, don't no, no, even no. know. I'm not I'm not talking about like where she got shot. I'm saying when he shot her, he apologized and said, I shot you by mistake. They were having an argument. If my boyfriend is mad at me and he sends me a text saying, I'm sorry, I shot you by mistake, that's an ego tantrum. That is an ego tantrum. Bruh. Well, that's exactly we, we, what you we, say we, protect black we, women. We, we, didn't, we didn't verify that text. I don't know nothing about that. You didn't get the Shooting text. Shooting a live round know. in a car with two, three other people in there is wild. What if the gun dropped and then went off? Guns do go off. I have guns all over my house. They fall. Child. They go off. <laughs> you know what? Well, well here, 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 let me let me try to tie this up with a bow and say here's where we all agree: protect black women. Now, yes, now, yeah, live ones too, not just the dead hashtags. A live oh, black yeah. woman also. Well, well listen, protected. the reason why you protecting them, girls, because you don't want them to die. Exactly. <laughs> That's a no brainer. What's wrong with him? It's, 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 it's a, no, I'm just saying you want you ain't trying to protect the dead, bitch. They already dead. You talking about protecting them so they don't nah. die? But Jason, the what? funny thing is, a lot of people are like Brianna Taylor's dead, and so we can never mention her name with black girls who are still alive. I'm like, yes, we can. She's a cautionary Absolutely. tale. Where she, we want people to, to mention Megan The Stallion and other black women who we think, and just to use just term, allegedly could, could, might have could, been attacked. Could be, or could become a Breonna Taylor. That's the whole exactly. reason why we're saying her name and saying protect black women. I will also say that if you are a female, and I don't believe in hitting a female or hurting a female, but if you ever put me in a position of having to defend myself, you can have protect black women, protect red women, protect white women, protect Mexicans. You can have protect Trump. You can have protect this pussy. You're going to get fucked up. So I just will put it out there. Like, I'm all about protecting and preserving myself and making it home at night. Man, female, tranny, whatever the fuck you are, you will get fucked up. Try me. So, um, Megan, good luck. And Tori... I don't think Blue's fucking with you or damage. And oh, Tori doesn't want to see me in the street. Tori does not want to see me. I promise Tori. you. I promise as sexy as you look today, Blue, he might just shoot his shot. I am not claiming that. Words hold power. Tori, stay away from me. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're a witch, so all you got to do is play with your cards and he'll disappear. All right. Well, listen, I just want to say that I, as a proud homosexual, I'm so happy to welcome another person to our community. And I want to play with her kitty. Uh, it's Carol Baskin. She's now bisexual. You like you what? see how I played on them words? No, on no, words? <laughs> no, no. Well, you knew you Carol knew when I said it. Wait, you knew when I set that up that I was not trying to play with no woman's kitty. So you already knew it was bullshit. Carol Baskin, who's who's lost Dancing with the Stars, who fed Everybody her husband change. to the cats, who fed her husband to the cats allegedly. She now is giving her vagina to other women. Uh, she's said recently that she's bisexual and. I just, you know, as a proud homosexual, uh, I just feel like it's like the cool thing to do now. You know, just like it's cool to be black today. It's always been cool for us. But for some of you out there who don't have melanin, it's like you want to be black. You want the lips. You want the ass. You want the black dick. You want all that stuff. You don't stand for our issues. Never mind Azalea Banks. Or not her. Iggy Azalea. They all the same to me. Either way, Carol Baskin now is playing with other kitties, and I don't know if it's for popularity or because she really wants to pop that pussy. Either way, what do you guys think about this? Well, she's lying. I think she's been. She's lying. 
<laughs> so, everybody's lying today. Lying? What's going on? <laughs> what is she lying about, Blue? I'm sorry, but just because you had some good drugs in the 80s and sniffed somebody's vagina, that does not make you bisexual. Okay, I'm sorry. She's completely full of shit. I don't even think she likes men. I think Carol Baskin likes money and cats, okay? She's lying, and I think the, the timing is very suspicious. She just happens to be bisexual two weeks after we eliminate her. Go find the remains of your ex-husband and stop mm. worrying about being seen. She don't Carol need Baskin. to find them. She don't need to mm. find them because she know where they're at. And you know what is also That's crazy? I, I agree with everything that Blue just said. But also, I think it's like that thing where like once you get a little taste of clout or fame, it's like, what's the next thing to keep your name in the conversation? This is what this is what this hoe actually said. She said, I have always considered myself as bisexual, even though I never had a wife. I could easily have a wife or a husband. As far as the way I feel about us, I think we are all one. And I just don't see us being different genders or different colors or anything. I can see that. I can see it. Let me tell you something. Carol Baskin's been loving Kitty for a long time. You know what I mean? She's been no a pussy way. connoisseur for a very long time. And I feel like, honestly, when you see the people she has been with outside of the, the dead husband we can't find, I can't really see her really entertaining that guy she was with on that documentary. I'm sure she had a little side piece, a little sweet young thing that was working at the, what do they call it, a zoo? I can see at all Chipotle. of that. Okay, but look. Here, here, <laughs> my ex. I can see yeah, it. My, I, I don't want to talk about my ex. But here's the deal, right? Like, okay, Carol Baskin, one, we don't even want to think about what you're doing with your vagina. The idea that you would enter a conversation about anybody licking your kitty, and I ain't talking about the one that's in the cage. I'm talking about the one you need to keep caged, is disgusting to me. The other thing is, there is no way that I would be with a woman. Well, there's no way I'd be with a woman. But there's no way I could be with a man. Never say never. Who had previously been accused of killing his former husband because every night you go to sleep her husband goes to sleep every night knowing that it could be his last night any minute tony the tiger could come in and just eat his ass up <laughs> i can do it not tony the tiger it's great no uh i'm sorry uh that visual was a lot for me this is one thing not to get graphic but as the pansexual on this panel um, it's always funny to hear people like Carol Baskin who think it's cute to say they're bisexual. A lot of girls want to pretend they're bisexual because they think it's cute for men or they think it makes them exotic. Everybody thinks they're bi until there's a throbbing clitoris in their face and they have to ask themselves, what am I going to do? So, first of all, she like I Blue, feel first of all, uh, 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 flag on, I'm going to use your words from last episode, flag on the motherfucking play, okay? Didn't nobody say throbbing and didn't nobody say vagina together. It's a beautiful sight, Jason. I'm just, I'm just saying, if you can see a throbbing whatever it's in your face sight. and your reaction is to run the other direction, you're not by. You just want to be I seen. think I think anything throbbing should be checked. Um, oh it my should God. be verified. It should be verified by a clinician. <laughs> it should be scanned by the COVID scanners. It should have a it should have it should have some stuff. It it should be checked. That's all. Vagina so side note, your heart can, throbs. So side, Vagina throbs. It's a good thing. Yep. Excuse me. Excuse All me, the good excuse things. Me. Excuse me. Your heart beats. Your heart ain't fucking throbbing. It's beating, damage. Because if it don't beat, you die. <laughs> oh, wait. I just thought of something. I just thought of my dad. Dead beat. Okay. You know Sorry. what? All right. Well, you know look. You know, there's it this... got dark. <laughs> it got so dark. Okay. 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 That's what he said. So, 
Little Yachty is in the news. Uh, I don't know why, because he hasn't dropped any new music or anything, but uh, what he's in the news for is he actually said he bought a house next to his house, so that way he doesn't have any neighbors. Wealth. Wealth. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You would do the same so, thing, Jason. So yep, I live would. in a house. I live in a house right now that's actually next door to a house. It's a it's a really big house that's vacant, and they Airbnb it out. And recently, my employees who work at the house came to me and said, yo, you got to hear what's going on next door. I'm like, well, what's happening? Are they fighting? Do they rent it out to people who are like, you know, rolling dice or something? No. OnlyFans. They went next door and they were fucking all day long with the windows open, with toys, screaming all loud. And so wow. at that, that was the moment that I thought I should get the house next door and turn that into an OnlyFans house. But- but that so wait, was wait, where wait, I'm wait, like, wait. Oh. you wanted to, go, to get, get the house to do the same thing. No, I, right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it, at least I could watch. At least I could participate and produce it. You know what I mean? At least Binoculars. I could be there saying binoculars. No, dam- you can watch. Damage, damage. If you're using binoculars to look in your neighbors' homes who are having sex, you're going to prison. It's illegal. <laughs> but no, you're not going to prison because they sell it on OnlyFans. All you're trying to do is get an up close and personal view. True. Blue, did you agree with that? Okay, y'all both going to jail. <laughs> I like to watch it. I really I like I do have a thing. I have a voyeur thing. I like to I think I mentioned it the last episode. I like I like watching. Yeah, but with Sorry. permission. Express permission. Yes, consent, guys. Watch with consent. Damage was just joking, like, right? Damage. I feel like it Jason, they're your neighbors, right? Y'all live in the hills. They're screaming with the window open. Blue literally just threw you a life jacket, and you're and you just said, "Fuck Mm-mm. it, I'm gonna keep Listen going." Here. Go ahead. Listen, Go here. Ahead. Listen. Consent. Here. They're next door. You have this beautiful balcony. They got yes. the windows open. They're doing what they're doing. They, yes. They're inviting you in. They want you to knock on the door, Jason. So doing this. No. I like that premise. That's kind of sexy. Well, you know well, what I'm the saying? Other, they making noises. The other, they like the neighbors can hear. Well, the other day I was shopping and trying on clothes, and I and I with my mask on for everybody who wants to say, "Oh, COVID was at the store." No, I had my mask on. Um, So it wasn't movie then, right? No, it was Neiman Marcus. But either way, I was shopping with a mask on, and I have to tell you, looking at my body being discolored, like not discolored, but like you know, I showed you, I'm lighter here, darker here, whatever. I want to lay in my backyard and tan. Maybe I want to lay out there butt ass naked. I don't want my neighbors peeking over into my... I mean, I have a little crevice pause in my backyard where I can lay naked uh, and nobody could see, but there's a witch that lives across the street from me. And not like you, Blue. She's 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 not a black witch. She's an old Why she got to be a witch, though? Are you sure she's a <laughs> she's witch? A yeah, because she got, a garden, she got a garden on the roof and she be out there meddling with different tweeds and weeds and stuff. And oh, my I God. Like she, you know I, what? I feel like... I feel like I feel like she be brewing her potion on the top of the thing, and she always she walks over to my house all the time and looks in my window or looks in my car, and I and I want to come outside and just you know cuss oh. her out, but she would probably die. <laughs> Wait a See, minute, Jason, for you didn't know what kind of weed she's twiddling. I know you got a yeah. Theory. Jason is a is a witch himself. Like every th- every time you talk, I'm like, I feel like you're gonna come out the closet about this a couple of episodes down. It's fine, girl. I oh. came out the closet so long ago. It, I don't need to come out no more closets. My cl- I'm closet free at this point. So, like, do you think that's overdoing it, little Yachty, trying to buy the house next door? 
No, think about it. Like this is a buyer's market. It's actually brilliant. Like houses are going for like 20 bucks right now because of COVID. I would buy as many houses as I could if, if I had the money to. So I think it's brilliant. It's better than buying a chain. It's better than buying a car that depreciates as soon as you, you leave the lot. I'm all for home ownership. So this is actually one flex that I completely condone. He could start a group home. You know what? True. I'm done. I mean, at the end of the day, Jason, um, this dude is not even 25 yet. He's a millionaire. Whatever kind of ruckus he got going on in his house, the neighbors don't want to be around for that anyway. So I think what he's doing is not only financially smart, like what um the blue just said, but I think it's just smart in general for him and his peace of mind. Cause having cops come into your house every single day as a millionaire is annoying. So I'm sure he's having fun. He's got his little go-karts or whatever he's doing in the neighborhood. Buy the house next door, man. Put your family up in. Good luck, little Yachty. Uh, and if I ever need a place to stay in the A, let me borrow you an extra house. All right, y'all know what time it is. It's time for Hollywood Hookup. Let's go. Right, so, so I don't know what everybody else is doing. Besides me working at Hollywood Unlocked Online all day, I'm also online shopping. It's my new Uh-oh. thing. That's where our new sponsor comes into play. It was Honey. It's the new free browser extension that just scours the complete internet looking for promotional codes. And it actually applies the promo discount to your purchases. Honey is basically your online best friend. You know, she's your honey. And you know what, Blue? You know what the best thing about this is? Tell me. What is it? When you go to check out out of over 30,000 sites, Honey pops up right before you check out. Ooh. So it's not only just there. It's convenient. It's there for you. And all you have to do is click apply coupons. That's it. Boom! And the best part about it is that you don't even have to look for the best coupons. It'll find the best ones for you, and it will apply them right then and there. You know what? Now, that's something I need to download right now. So I actually have Honey on all my laptops, all three of them, Lightflex. And whenever I go shopping, it's so easy because it literally goes through dozens and dozens and dozens of coupon codes. And I usually save about 5 to $10 per purchase. So I highly recommend it. It's easy, easy money. Why not? Honey has found its 17 million members almost $2 billion in savings. So you know they looking out for you. And supports all types of retailers from fashion brands to gaming sites to food delivery services. It got everybody covered. So it's very simple. This is what you got to do. If you have a computer, you should have Honey on it. It's free and works with whatever browser you use. You can get Honey for free today by going to joinhoney.com slash unlocked. Again, that's joinhoney.com dot com slash unlock and that's your hollywood hookup all right y'all it's time for some damage control all right so today on damage control we're talking about detroit rapper sada baby if you don't know who sada baby is up and coming emerging rapper out of detroit he has a song out right now called whole lot of choppers it was remixed by Nicki minaj everybody loves it it's been going crazy on tiktok but with success comes old tweets being picked back up. Tell me about it. Oh, so you, you know about this? Has this happened to you, Jason? Damage, we already talked about it. Just go ahead. <laughs> and just, I don't want no more damage control for me. So like I said, Sada Baby's been emerging for a long time. He has the remix with Nicki, and now a lot of eyes are on him. So people found his old tweets from 2010 and 2011, and a lot of these joints is crazy. So one tweet that came up says, I'm tired of Beyonce. That bitch needs to die or something. Whoa, that was whoa, the first whoa. tweet I seen. Whoa, whoa. No. There's more though. On October 2011, the entertainer wait, wait, said, "Wait, wait, wait, wait. We could kind of when... stop there because okay, you said you, you said you wish Beyonce would die. Beyonce, 
Beyonce. I mean, he could have said he could he could have said Azalea Banks. He could have said it's 2011. He could have said Sanaa Lathan for biting Beyonce. I mean, he could have said Ariana Grande for licking the donut. He could have said R. Kelly (laughs) because of his penis. Bruh, mm-hmm. I agree. With this that is one. like, with that like one. if you had, if we had a manual for how to be canceled, this is what you do. The playbook is first diss Beyonce, <laughs> right? No, no, no seriously, seriously, though. Like, but he said a lot of other crazy stuff too, right? Oh yeah, we're gonna get to all of it. So uh, another, tweet. he said a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, he made a lot of inflammatory tweets about the gay community that a lot of people didn't like. Of course, he has a single out that's remixed by Nicki Minaj and a lot of her following uh, are homosexuals. So that wasn't a good look. Yeah, the bars. What did he say say about the gay community? I mean, he let the F-bomb fly a whole lot, Jason. There's like endless tweets of him calling people the F-bomb. I don't want to say this word. I ain't trying to be canceled along with Sada Baby. That's not the route I'm trying to go. One tweet that stood out to me happened in October 2011. He said, I want to slip one of my followers a roofie and rape her ass all night. Oh my God! What? Wait, uh, wait, like, can I, wait. Can I can I interject and say something? Absolutely. Protect black women. Please. You know what? <laughs> no, that's no, Ooh, no. Well played. Well played. No, well played. I'm, uh, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give uh, you claps for that. Is that? <laughs> is that not where we interject? Is that not where we yes. interject and say that? Please. Touche, Jason. Touche. Touche. Now. This is where it gets tricky. When all this came out, you know, a lot of people was hitting up on social media and this was his original response. He said, y'all can find every old tweet in the world from me. I don't care. I'm not even logged into my Twitter. I haven't been for months. Y'all can't cancel a who is never part of this fake ass world anyway. That was his initial response to all of this. But then I think he had a change of heart and he said this. So couple tweets and old tweets and shit came out earlier, you feel me, uh, from 2011 when the nigga was like 17, 18, all that type of shit. And my first initial response to the tweets on my story, you feel me, may give people the idea that I don't sympathize with females that have been raped or uh, raping situations. What y'all got to know is I'm almost 30 years old and I don't fucking tweet, don't got the password to my Twitter, no none of that. So them old views is in the same light as a Justin Bieber when he got caught singing, saying whoop, 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 or all that other shit. I'm not switching the motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, blame or light to nobody else. But that's old shit that you can't judge me on. As far as the homophobic tweets, I got goddamn homosexuals that work in my label. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? That's personally working with me. You know what I'm saying? I deal with him twice, two, three times out the month in person, in real life for a week at a time, you know what I'm saying, dealing with uh, my career. Uh, my baby brother Chico is blacker than Lil Yachty, so you can't think I'm a colorist, you feel me? Like, all that shit was just some old shit from when the nigga was young and just wilding out and damn near being what y'all would divine that shit is nowadays as a fucking troll or something, you feel me? But I don't stand on none of them views. Them views is not Casada of today, you feel me? I'm a grown, different whole type of man and that understand that shit like that is not acceptable. You understand what I'm saying? And the man that I grew into and became is not what I was in 2011 when I was still trying to figure out my life. So all of that, you feel me? That negative energy, if people choose to dwell on it, that's on them. But I'm apologizing for my old views or any type of tweets that I said from back in the day. And I hope that nobody hold no grudges on me, you know what I'm saying? 
then you feel me? We just gonna keep it pushing and we gonna respect each other as such. Was it an apology? Is that what we're calling it? Well, he also said he don't like dark skinned people, so your opinions don't matter anyway. It don't. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm not even here. I'm not here. I'm a figment of his imagination. Me and Beyonce so, in the corner somewhere. Man, I got a lot to say about this. I know y'all do too, uh, now that we got all through it. One, a Salem Records, he says a Salem Records controls his Instagram. On a business standpoint, before we talk about who he is as a person, for a record label to have this man's Twitter and not go and delete all this BS he said 10 years ago, yo, I don't know if y'all wanted this to happen. Like, bruh, these tweets, it seemed like they found those in 10 seconds. Like, come on, yo. Like, what's up with that? Well, listen, uh, my staff have access to my Twitter account. They're not going to go delete nothing I post. I mean, now the tweets, my tweets that popped up a long time ago that said, I don't like to go to black clubs because I don't want to get shot. You know, I wouldn't have wanted that Jason, uh, tweet deleted. Listen, Jason. I don't give a fuck with, I don't give a fuck with nobody saving. Let me tell you why. Because we've all been to our clubs and guess what? Shit goes down at our clubs differently than they go down at other people clubs and let me tell you no. every Mm-mm. every time i have gone out whether it's a gay club or one of our clubs something happens and so if i say something as a joke does that mean you cancel me well you can't cancel me but can you cancel me no of course not well jason jason jason, jason I, I i have to push back on that point whenever you go to a club for a community that's disenfranchised Poverty and being oppressed tends to create violence. If you go to China, I'm sorry, if you go to the the hood in China, that club will get shot up as well. The hood anywhere you get shot up. It's not a black thing. Did you just say that Mm -hmm. the explanation for why there are always fights and shootings at our clubs and the tension inside is because the disenfranchising uh, 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 poor communities that they're in? Literally, statistically speaking, every country, not just America, every country, the poverty-stricken areas or the groups that are considered marginalized, that is where violence tends to come out. Violence is a byproduct of the tension that comes from being oppressed. So literally anywhere in the world, Australia, China, Africa, Europe, you go to any hood, Russia, any hood that you go to, they will shoot up because it is a byproduct. It's not pathologically black at all. It happens to okay. everybody. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, Sorry. I ain't in Russia. I'm not in Russia. I ain't in China. I this ain't this. This is not. Uh, what's that? What's the what's the movie that uh, Ludacris is in? Where he drives the cars. This ain't Fast and Furious, China or Indonesia. <laughs> I'm talking about when I was in Chicago for the All Star Weekend game in a really right. nice club downtown that was thrown for us. We showed up. And there was all types of shit. And I'm just right. saying that my point of it all isn't to debate whether or not th- there's a polarization of black people in black clubs. My point is, if I post some shit on my Twitter that people may not agree with, my staff can delete it, and I'm going to have to stand behind it. And it sounds like mm-hmm. he's now under public pressure and refusing to take uh, responsibility. Or no, he's taking responsibility because he doesn't want the heat. Right? He doesn't want the heat. But this, this this, is my thing, right, with Sada Baby. And I've been following Sada Baby for a while. He's always been bubbling. Here's the thing. Do you want to be a street dude or do you want to be a businessman, right? Exactly. A businessman would have seen that regardless of what he really feels. And I hope he don't really feel like that. That was 10 years ago. But you have an opportunity at this point to show somebody who you are, right? A lot of people, you're getting a lot of new fans because you did this remix with Nikki. You on TikTok. A lot of people don't know who Sada Baby is. You have an opportunity at this moment 
when you respond to these tweets from 10 years ago to say, man, I was wilding back then. Maybe he was on drugs back then. Maybe I was a troll back then. You have an opportunity to show your fans, your new fans, who you are. When you double down on BS, it just shows me, man, your pride is bigger than your than you want your pocket to be. This is a business. But, You're in the music but, business. Uh, well, but we're also in a business where as an artist, especially a new artist, and I'm not justifying what he said because I think all the tweets are dumb. But this is a business that thrives off of drama and, and this kind of information sharing. We would not be talking about Asada Baby here on Hollywood Unlocked if he had not done this because we never even talked about his collaboration with that girl. So my point is that maybe as a businessman, <laughs> <That girl. laughs> maybe, maybe, his, maybe his record label leaked those tweets so people in the blogs would talk about him. So he could be featured on the show today. So maybe he's a smart, brilliant businessman. You know what, Jason? That's a curveball, but who knows, man? It, it happens all the time. I have I have publicists who plant little seeds, who tell me stuff on the side to start getting my mind going, to get my staff sniffing things out. It's a part of the game. He's going to thrive after this. We'll be talking about some other industry. I don't know. But the killing Beyonce thing, like, I can't rock with that. That's what I'm no, saying. I don't know, Jason. I think I read somewhere where he said, it's not my fault. I'm not right in the head. That's how I was raised. And I thought that mm. was an interesting approach. My question is this, though. If he's not sorry, why do we want him to apologize? I don't agree with what, what he said, but wouldn't you rather he double down and be honest that he's a, he's an asshole so we know not to support him? I actually don't like disingenuous apologies. I'd rather you, you say, guys yeah, did, I'm you a guys, you guys, did, you guys didn't want that from Tory. Didn't but this matter. is the problem. This is the problem. Tori. He did that you know first. What? I'm not going to do Tori. <laughs> but no, 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 no. Let's talk about Sada, baby. He did that right. first. He doubled down and said, look, this, it is what it is. I mean, I don't live in this world. Cool. But then when you go and put out a video and you apologize to everybody, he make apology for every tweet. Then it's like, so bro, what is it? And if that's exactly. what it was from the gate, why not just apologize and go about your business? Because this is a music business. This why is what you wanted we, to be Why in. are we so against black men being able to look back and get a different perspective and change? We won't let Tori do it. Now we won't let Jason. Sada Baby oh, do it. Jason, Jason. Wait, let me, let me get, let me, no, wait, let me get no, this, this out. Is, let me get no. this out. Let me get this out. And y'all say whatever you want and I'm done. Because at this point, <laughs> this episode is about do not protect black men. This episode no, is about this episode is about black men can say anything wrong and will be held against them for the rest of their motherfucking life. That's what this episode is. So let me just say this. Maybe he said I don't give a fuck because he was new to getting attacked by black Twitter. Then he probably sat down with his pastor, took communion, or maybe oh he God. prayed about <laughs> it, or maybe he called his mom. Or maybe Beyonce, you know, maybe he saw a video from her and got inspired to feel differently. Uh, my point is, a black man should be able to change his mind anytime he wants. Uh -huh. He should be able to grow, and he should be forgiven and allow the room to change. Jason, we're day. not gonna wave. We're not gonna wave to protect the black man flag after a man shot a woman and after a dude tweeted about raping a girl off a roofie. That's not where we're going to wave the flag. We're not going to wave it right there. That's not now, what Sada I'm saying. Baby, you're, you're, no, you're, don't, you don't, you, you put him up, you, no, don't do that. You, uh, that's I'm just not saying, that's not, that's not wave the black flag at all hear right me, now. You did not hear me say, protect the black man for raping and drugging or wanting to drug a girl. You didn't hear me say that. What I said was, a person can say dumb shit or do dumb shit, 
and then stand behind it and then later change his mind and should be forgiven. That's what I said. But this is not a show that supports that. In this episode, I will, I, 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 here's no. a here's the before damage and damage. I appreciate what you're trying to do. I will say this though, uh, this is like the world's smallest violin. I'm not falling for that. I'm sorry. You have to take accountability first. We are skipping too many steps. First, Did you apologize. You have to, you have you, you have to have a, a improved behavior. An apology is not just saying sorry. It's improved behavior. So if you do something wrong on Monday, do it wrong again on Tuesday, and then Tuesday evening say sorry. You still have to improve your behavior before I forgive you. So no, I'm sorry. We're not going to rush to forgive him. If he improves, which takes time, by the way, Jason, it doesn't happen the same week, the same day, or even the same month. If he improves what? his behavior, then we get to what? say he's evolved. But you don't evolve in the same 24 hours. Come on. That's not how evolution works. If these tweets came out and he immediately was like, yo, 10 years ago, like I said before, I was on drugs. I was tripping. I was a troll. I just exactly. wanted attention. I'm nothing like that right now, y'all. That was 10 years ago. I was a kid. I was 17. For you to double down on it, you remove where we can go, okay, he had an opportunity for a brand new audience who didn't know him to go, oh, that's not even me who I was anymore. I can't believe that's still up. I don't even be on Twitter anymore. I was an idiot. My bad, y'all. That's not how I feel. No, you exactly. doubled down so, on it and said, I'm not right in the head. All <laughs> of his tweets were dumb. I've already said that. All of yeah. his tweets are stupid, and they just come from a place that makes no sense. If he had mental health issues or he's claiming that he had he was sick in the head, which translates to had mental health issues, there should be a certain level of compassion. Having compassion doesn't mean you accept or approve. The second part is that when you say that they have to show improvement, let me tell you a conversation I had two days ago with the district attorney in my hometown who's pushing an agenda to allow felons who are released from prison to be able to be eligible to vote. Once you have been held accountable for your behavior, and then you decide to live a better life or want to rectify your situation, why is it that you have to show two years, a year, or weeks of improved behavior? I kind of feel like if the Bible says, once I pray my sins away and accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, that I'm saved, why do I then have to live a life of sanctity for the next three months to show you a quarter of good behavior for you to think that I get to go to heaven? Nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. I will just quote a, a very amazing uh, rapper named Toby. And he says, try Jesus, don't, don't know try Toby. me. Okay? <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm not. <laughs> don't try what me. Does so Jesus, what does that mean? What does that mean? That means that God can forgive you immediately. I need some evidence. Sorry. Yeah, but see, so don't so try God, don't try Black Twitter. Fuck that. That no, that's that's a cop out. Because at the end that's of the day, if it's good enough, if it's good enough, if it no, it's not. If it's good enough for God, why ain't it good enough for you? Why why I gotta be, why I gotta? But that's your problem, not mine. That shouldn't be my problem because you want to be human and live on Twitter and get caught and up. And it's going to be his no, problem but, if everybody decides not to stream his music and support him. Exactly. So, look, and he that, can do whatever he wants to do. And that, and that is where, and that is where the consuming market can lay their verdict. Do you want to stream exactly. it or not? Do you want to watch the video or not? Do you want to show up at Asylum Records and give them no asylum? That's your choice. I'm not supporting him because he used the F word. I'm not supporting him because he wants Beyonce to die. I'm not supporting him because I'm protecting black women. I'm not supporting him and his trash, and I'm done supporting this topic. Did we do any <laughs> damage control? I don't think we did damage control, but I we tried. his career. <laughs> well, fuck it. He it apologized, so. Hey, fam, it's time for the latest installment of Black and Blue.
Today we're talking about Tiwa Savage, who has recently come under fire for calling out Beyonce for not speaking up about the end SARS movement that's happening on social media. For those of you who don't know, SARS stands for the Special Anti-Robbery Squad, and they are widely known all over Nigeria for being a corrupt militia that takes advantage of their power in order to rob, rape, and sometimes even kill people in the country. People have been freaking out because a video was recently released that showed an innocent black man being murdered by the SARS um, militia. And much like George Floyd, this ended up sparking tons of protests. And also much like George Floyd, the police also ended up attacking the protesters and shooting at them while they were just trying to get some freedom for their countrymen. A lot of Nigerian actors and singers have spoken up about this. Tiwa Savage, who, for those of you who are not fans of hers, is really big in the Afrobeats world. She did a whole live talking about how devastated she was, but then she did something that caught everybody off guard. She thanked all the American actors who were speaking up about NSARS and then lashed out at Beyonce for not speaking up. I'm calling on Beyonce and her team same way they use their platform and so grateful for that the same way they use their platform to elevate and to show the world that black is king and how beautiful afrobeat and africa and our culture is i want them to please use their voice and their platform right now because this same country that birthed this genre is on fire right now it is on fire where these creatives are from is on fire. So I'm calling on Beyonce and the whole team. And I'm telling you, you cannot ignore this. You cannot be quiet because we all celebrated the Black is King. <laughs> I personally was so proud to be part of that project, but please, you cannot be quiet on this. You cannot. Unfortunately for Tiwa, the very next day, Beyonce responded by saying, actually, I've been quietly working on creating a whole coalition that is working with youth activists and bringing them food, medical supplies, and shelter during SARS. And I am actually a big fan of the NSARS movement. And then my team is working to create a whole list of organizations that are helping people directly on the front lines. Now Tiwa is getting the side eye because we're all thinking, why did you want to lash out at Beyonce? She's the one who put you on. So my question to you guys is today, Jason, Damage, do you think it makes sense for us to call celebrities when they don't immediately speak up about what's happening in social justice issues? I was just recently with somebody who said that Beyonce and Tina Knowles actually have called um, the, the Kansas City Attorney General about Breonna Taylor, had a private conversation, pledging to him uh, the need for him to support a real investigation to hold the police officers accountable. And that wasn't publicized and nobody put that out. And so I just feel like, you know, one, I don't feel like we deserve Beyonce because every time she doesn't do something publicly, we want to cancel her. And I feel like yep. what she's done with, uh, you know, uh, the Gift album, uh, that that movie that I know, Blue and Damage, I'm sure you saw and thought was a masterpiece and mm -hmm. elevating Afrobeats, even though she kind of says she created it, but whatever. Uh, the fact that she elevated that, you know, for us to to be able to listen to and learn from is amazing. And the fact that she is so busy promoting um you know our issues behind the scenes and working to use her celebrity in a good way i just think it's i think it's a shame that she would be called out like this i i didn't like that 
Yeah, I, I didn't like it either. And I know a lot of people feel like with the album you were talking about that Beyonce was actually exploiting the African culture. And I think because of that album is why you had an artist that's big in the Afrobeats world kind of call her out specifically. Like, why aren't you saying anything? You just had a whole album, but all Afrobeats on it now. There's Afro issues and you're quiet. But at the same time, Beyonce is a business. You know, before she's going to tweet and do anything, her team is going to do thorough research. And I'm all, you know, I'm not... I'm not going to say I knew Beyonce was going to be on the front lines doing something for it, but that's in Beyonce's character. So you got to kind of give it time to jump out and lash at somebody about what they're not doing. At the end of the day, you got to worry about what you're doing and what your people are going to do. I can't sit there when something's going on in my household and point fingers like, why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you say anything? You know, the issue is what it, what it is. So handle the issue. You, you shouldn't even have time to be calling people out when there's people dying on the front lines because of this issue. And I think it's just totally beyond the point or well, besides the point. And, you know, she had to put her foot where her mouth was. Beyonce's actually on the front lines doing something, bringing resources. So that's what happens when you just start speaking out of turn. I was going to say also, you know, Tina knows her mother actually posted on Instagram. We'll post it so you can read it. I will, I'll just sum it up. And she basically said, you know, you don't know what people are doing behind the scenes. And I think it's one of those things where people have to understand, like, everything a celebrity does to support our movements isn't going to always be publicized. And I kind of feel like if you're damned, you do or you're damned if you don't. If she would have posted what she's doing or filmed her going to do it, they'd have said she's doing it for cloud or doing it for whatever. So... I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm tired of people expecting celebrities to be Superman. I do understand the other side, though. What's happening over there in Nigeria is really, really serious, and they want everybody who's anybody to talk about it. And that's why I'm glad Blue you brought it up on today's show because I do feel like it's something that we should be elevating and talking about, so yeah. people are aware and doing whatever they could do to help. And this one thing, last thing I have to point out about this is that Tiwa Savage was featured on The Gift and was also featured on Black is King. So what makes this even more insulting is, even though people who listen to Afrobeats know you, there's a whole American market who had no idea who you were until Beyonce put you in her projects, twice. Not once, but twice. Tina even pointed out, you have our number, you're constantly in contact with us. Why didn't she just call Beyonce directly and say, hey sis, I know you care about the continent, what are you doing? The fact that she couldn't even show somebody who put her on the grace of inquiring before calling her out publicly, I think that's why everybody's so booty heard about this. And I think she made a mistake. And I hope she sends T Beyonce a fruit basket or something to apologize. Tiwa, 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 you're never gonna see another Beyonce song again. It's done. So I hope that- yeah. It was worth it. And sometimes that also distracts people from your message because now all we're talking about is the fact that you came for the queen. Now, Tiwa did say that Africans stood up for Black Lives Matter and wants the same from Americans for NSARS. And I mean, I think we should be supporting the Armenians and in that whole Everybody. conflict that's happening. Everybody, I think we should yeah. support anybody and everybody, you know, the kids in Syria who are being bombed on. But I, I do believe we should stand for the folks in Nigeria and Africa, but I just don't think that this is the way to do it. I don't think Great. this is the way to do it. And what, and what happens sometimes, and I can't say this is the case here, but what happens sometimes is you have a personal rift that's going on and you're trying to find an excuse Ooh. to get at somebody. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh, why specifically Beyonce? I'm just saying, you know, you've been on the album multiple times. Maybe there's a personal reason you have a rift with Beyonce that we don't know about. And you use this, oh, this has been happening for two days. Beyonce didn't say anything about it. And I've been meaning to get at her. So we don't know what the motivation behind this was, but you put your foot where your mouth was. I, I was going to go back to the Megan the Stallion segment, but I'm going to just leave it alone.
Leave it alone, Jason. Leave it alone. And another thing, Tiwa, protect black women. Stay away you know from what? Beyonce. No, I'm just saying. Because you got to protect some black women from other black women. I agree. I, I, I agree. Hello. Internalized misogyny is real. <laughs> One day we're going to do an episode about internalized misogyny because sometimes the wo- the woman next to you is more deadly to you than the man across from yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah probably not. That. This, ain't, this, this ain't probably not. This ain't that show. We just want to know why Beyonce ain't <laughs> responded to T1 and said, bitch, don't come for the queen. You know what I mean? Like, bow down. All right, cool. Well, listen, today's conversation was uh pretty heated uh pretty uh it was, i like a good debate you know what i mean but i think the bottom line to it all is uh we just got to do better people we got to do better we got to be better we got to support one another black men and black women and uh we also got to support the show so keep coming back and drop your comments let us know what you think because until then we out peace peace, peace.